Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of the Silver Story Podcast. So, for this episode, I'm going through a lot recently, and so I wanted to do a little more of a uh, dark humor episode. For those who are uh, not so much into dark humor, or have some sensitivities with uh, certain types of humor, I would suggest you click off now, because this might not be your cup of tea. So, you have been warned, and now you know we forward. So, here we go, folks. Okay, so for this one, I'm gonna call it, uh, you know, I like my humor like I like my coffee. So, um, very dark. Very, very dark. And just like, that espresso is so bitter, and then kind of takes the wind out of you after you uh, take a little bit. But, um... So today, I actually, for those who don't know, uh, I am actually Jewish by blood, and um, I, as I think I briefly mentioned, I worked in kitchens for about seven or eight years, and one of the, so, one of the things that I, the last kitchen I worked in, one of my most consistent things was uh, making, I guess you could say, Jew jokes. Um, now I've been doing this most of my life, unfortunately, uh, and so there was, we have a, uh, we had a from the house manager, and this from the house manager was blonde, and I don't know, I don't mean, like, blonde is in the hair color, no, 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 she actually had, like, that blonde, stereotypical blonde personality, very, like, out of it, very aloof, maybe a little stupid, who knows, um, and so, at this place, we stored all of the plates on top of the heat lamps. And they were, I'm about 5'8", they were probably a good 6 or 7 inches above me. So I'm standing on the kitchen side of the line, and you're standing on the other side. And she points up all five fingers. Oh, no, no, no. And not balled up. No, no. Straight, just sig hiled that shit, and it wasn't intentional, so that's why it was so funny. And right in front of me, she's like, "I can only reach this high," trying to show me how she couldn't get these plates up there. Now, me being the absolute opportunistic person I am, I cracked a smile, and the sous chef started running towards me, going, "No!" Like one of those, you know, like uh, slow motion captures. And, um, yeah, it was, but it was too late. He couldn't stop me. He underestimated my power. But, uh, no, I, I looked her dead in the face and I was like, Jesus Christ, you know, I get him Jewish. You don't gotta do that to me. <laughs> she looked back at me and went, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. I'm so sorry. And then it's like, it's, it's really, it's, it's fine. <laughs> you somehow didn't know, despite making jokes like that every day. Um, my, uh, sous chef then proceeded to look at me and go, why the fuck are you like this? And I looked at him as deadpan as I could get and go, you know, people with big noses make great firewood. And I walked away and he just sat there going, huh? What? I have so many questions. Uh, yeah. And speaking of, uh, Jew jokes, so there was actually one of the you know things that I was thinking about is, you know, it's like Hitler... It's like, I wonder if, like, his personal hell is just sitting down there being forced to watch every Adam Sandler movie in order. 
or not even in order, just like every Adam Sandler movie. But at the end, he has to watch Eight Crazy Nights eight times in a row before it, like, repeats again. Like, I mean, watching Adam Sandler films are hell enough for a Jewish person. Imagine being a person who hates Jews and sitting there being like, Oh, God, no, not again, not eight crazy nights, eight crazy times, nine! Imagine that'd be a rough time for him. Um, yeah, no, uh, some wild shit. Speaking of, uh, you know, people with uh, big noses, like Adam Sandler, uh, one time at Passover, my mother was... Uh, so there's actually... I should preface this first. At Passover, there's a tradition where the... I think it's the oldest Jewish male has to read a certain passage. It's either the oldest Jewish male... Or, uh, I can't remember. But you have to read a certain passage. And at that particular dinner, I was the only Jewish man. And, um, so, you know, my mother looked down at the table at me. Well, she actually probably looked at the wall, considering she's blind. And went, how does it feel to be the only Jewish male at the table? And I looked at her and I grinned wide and I said, I can smell a penny from a mile away. My mom <laughs> looked towards the, the counter in shame and uh, my uh, sisters were like, I don't know you. I don't know you. So yeah, just turned their heads away and, you know being ashamed. Speaking of, you know, family and things to be ashamed of, oh yeah, we're just continuing on this train here. Um, when my, uh, my, uh, the way I lost my virginity is actually hilarious as hell. So, for, uh, to preface this out, which, you know, I know this will grab the attention of any, uh, crazy motherfuckers out there, but, um, I lost my virginity to a blind black chick. Now, my mother, when she was first losing her vision, um, got invited to attend a convention for the National Federation of the Blind. Yeah, I don't even know how they found the convention if they're all blind, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. And since I had agreed to volunteer at this convention, I was able to go with her. And at the time, I was 15 and horny like many, many teenagers. And my mom sat me down, and she went, I need you to behave yourself. And I was like, I, yeah, when have I ever not behaved myself? I didn't behave myself all the fucking time. That's not the point. Um, and I need you to behave yourself. Because apparently, blind chicks like seeing guys' dicks. Now, of course, being 15 years old and horny as hell, I... On the inside, was like, yes, 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 I can win, I feel great, I can do this. On the outside, I'm like, yes, mother, I'll behave, don't worry about it, I'll be a perfect little angel this weekend. Little did she know. Well, I mean, not like she'd see if anything would happen anyway. Anyway, <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's almost like I'm blindsiding people with these. Ay, ay, ay. Um, but yeah, we get to the, you know, was it a month or whatever passed, and we get to the airport, and I start talking to this uh, one chick. She was, you know, beautiful. Um, what was it? She was, I think, Jamaican. It was uh, Jamaican. Her mother was Jamaican. I think her father was um, from 
like Ethiopia or something. She had this really like beautiful, heavy accent, and uh, of course was blind, so I didn't have to worry about how I looked. Um, but we started talking and really hit it off, and then when we got to the convention, um, was I think of the second day, I was hanging out with her and her friend in uh, their room, and her friend goes into the bathroom. I look at her. She looks at the wall. And, you know, of course, I, I think where the balls came from with this is just because I, uh, you know, she couldn't see me. So I guess I was just like, I got this. I got this in a bag. But I, uh, I looked over at her and I, you know, I was like, so my mother told me this is the case. Is it really? And she's like, oh, not that I know of. And I was like, damn. And then she was like, but we can do it if you want to. And I was like, oh, I came looking for copper and I've struck gold. So yes, that was uh, that was an interesting time. And to be honest, I felt so bad about that. Because when we got back to Colorado, I was 15, didn't have a license or even a permit. And she was blind and lived in the springs and... I didn't live in the Springs, so you know, it was too far away to ever meet again, and we had to cut it off, because I actually did want to date her. But anyway, speaking of things that I uh, don't, that I, uh, well, I guess it's not really true. I Speaking of things that I don't feel bad about, I am a master of a, uh, you could call it the punishment. Yes, yes, I know, lowbrow humor. Um, actually, one of my greatest memories is from a concert is with puns. So there was... I got a whole crowd to groan at a very, very cheap pun. Um, it was a concert for a band called Murder by Death, and the opening artist was uh, some country guy, and I don't, I don't know why he chose to talk about this. I, I still don't understand to this day. But um, he's like... At the end of his set, before Murder by Death comes on, before he leaves, he's like, "Does anyone uh, has anyone heard about that beef between Cardi B and Nicki Minaj?" And this guy's like sixty, so I'm like, "How the f like? I don't even listen to that music. Why? Like, how do you enjoy that music?" But you know, hey, to whatever gets uh, the other off, I guess, or whatever gets floats your goat. Um, and but yeah, this guy was like mentioning it, and all these people in this crowd are you know. You know, they're all, like, I would say, you know, late 20s is the youngest in that crowd besides me. Um, I think at the time I was, like, 20, maybe? But, um, yeah, he had to explain who these people are. He's like, oh, yeah, they're uh, female rap artists. And, you know, that's being awfully generous. Uh, but then he you know, mentions the rap artist, and I was like, yeah, they better wrap it up quickly. And then, uh, no joke, in a wave pattern, from behind me back, I just heard, oh, and let me tell you, that shit was the best drug on earth. When it's like, you make a horrible pun, and people groan at it, it's like the only time that when you make a joke, it's actually great that someone groans at it. Um... And speaking of absolutely filthy puns, uh, one time I was friends with this girl, and um, I, remember, I remember shooting her a message, because you know, I was high one day after getting off of uh, my kitchen shift, and I 
go, I, yeah, I messaged her because I had this thought, and I was like, do you ever think that uh, revisiting trauma from your teen years is just taking the Black Parade down the boulevard of broken dreams? And she was like, oh no, oh, oh no. And since she reacted, I just had to keep going. And uh, I think for you lovely listeners, I'm going to read some of these amazing uh, puns that you know probably should get me ended up in the penitentiary. But here we go. Gotta find it first. Yes. And that's what she said. That was, that was horrible. That was lame. If you laughed at that, you should feel bad. Um, let's see here. Yeah, and then I, I kept going. Bro, don't you remember a time with your alkaline trio and spending every week taking back Sunday? Those really were the green days. Bro, you want to start a sugar cult with me? With a holiday all around a three days grace? Just remember, it's not too late. You're just one X away from being my chemical romance. You know, if you blink 182 times, you'll never see everyone panic at the disco. Because they really need to learn to close the goddamn door. Wait, you thought you were done? There's more! Just like Billy Mays. If a guy is addicted to the Fallout video games, is he a Fallout boy? Asking for a friend. Anne Berlin always puts me in a feel-good drag. She really doesn't like my corny jokes. I really am an all-American reject. I can't move along as long as you're my dirty little secret. Eh, that depends. So let's swing, swing for more stable relationships, shall we? Wait, I don't want to be an American idiot. But damn, you are an extraordinary girl. You hear about that guy who tripped and hung himself? His favorite band was Slipknot. Before I forget, I have to ask, are you down with the sickness? Cute cat barfing noises. No? Ah, fuck. Didn't mean to make you feel disturbed. Got him. Do you ever feel like System of a Down's band name was a self-fulfilling prophecy? The music really shifted away from the system and went on a big downward spiral. Yes, I went there. That joke really gets me closer to the business side of some Nine Inch Nails. Huh. Do you ever think that listening to traffic noises in a big city is just a motion picture soundtrack? Or motion city soundtrack? Man, I fucked that one up. <laughs> I always thought if I did drugs that would mean I was at an all-time low. As an adult, I'd just say, Dear Maria, count me into some drugs. So I don't reach that all-time low. Somebody told me about this group of uh, murderers called the Killers. Apparently one of their members left. I met him once. Cool dude. Told me, smile like you mean it. He was really Mr. Brightside. Oh, wait. There's more! Order one paragraph of puns and you get another one. For free! I was told that I was one of the offspring of a long line of psychics, but apparently I am third-eyed blind. The ladies told me I have a gold finger, so that's something. I'm still no Superman, but I can fly if I hold on to 99 red balloons. People talk about how there are plenty fish in the sea. Well, they real big fish, I am stuck bowling for soup. I really wish I'd stop falling for the girl all the bad guys want. Yeah, that's, that's a little too true to be. A little true. <laughs> One time I went and I drop kicked a friend's friend. His name was Murphy, and it was really rancid. My friend pulled me to the side and said, Dude, stop drop kicking Murphy. My parents also told me they were shipping me up to Boston if I don't shape up. 
Man, everyone else is an asshole. I really wish I had a time bomb to fix this mistake. And if you got all of those references, I just want you to know that you have qualified for your senior discount. Um, speaking of uh, senior things and, you know, I guess discounts uh, and punishment, I remember, uh, was it one time when my mom was going through menopause? Because, yes, she was at that age in the past, not currently. Um, and, you know, her and my dad were in bed and arguing about how hot or cold it was in the house. And I'm coming up, and it's like, man, I'm just hot. I want to get my munchies, and I want to disappear into the darkness. And my, uh, was my mother? She yells down and goes, Colin, what does the thermostat say? And I yell back, I look at the thermostat, and I yell back, and I go, it says you're menopausal. And then I run downstairs, going, <laughs> my dad laughed, my mom laughed, and then my mom hit my dad for laughing. It was a good time. Um, yeah, so there's a, I'm trying to think. I think I mentioned um, the last humor one, the first time I got high. I also think I mentioned the time I did 100 milligrams of edibles by accident. Um, so I have to, I'm trying to think if there's any more fun drug-related stories for those who, uh, oh, yes, this one is, this is a little fun. Actually, this is one I haven't told many people at all. So... What was it? When I was, after I turned 21, I was feeling a little adventurous, and I was friends with this guy who was a drug dealer, and, you know, he was always going to make sure that whenever I tried drugs, that I was safe about it, and he wanted to make sure, like, that nothing was ever mixed improperly or whatnot. Like, we'll do it, actually. Uh, despite being, like, you know, hate, you know, drug dealer, he was actually, like, super drug conscious. It was weird. Um... But yeah, no, uh, what was it? That was the first time I'd ever tried speed. And it's weird, because cocaine had never done anything for me. Actually, I was, uh, so immune to cocaine that strippers would, that I was friends with, would use me to get free cocaine. And, boy howdy, was that a rough time. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna go more into that at the moment. But no, uh, so... What was that we I, I did a line of speed and let me tell you speed when it hits the back of your fucking nose is painful it's rough shit let me tell you um and that is definitely one I will never ever 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 do again um but <laughs> I remember after what was it after freaking a couple hours I was I didn't know if I was hungry didn't know if I was thirsty, and we ended up going to snooze because it was like 6 a.m. by the, like, it, you know, it was like five hours had passed since I had taken it. And I remember sitting in the snooze, talking to my drug dealer friend about how I wanted to, like, topple the government. Like, I don't know what it was, like, and how, like, we could actually achieve it. God, that shit was wild. Like, oh, man. Like, I'm already, you know, a little bit of a fuck the government, and shit like that, you know, not a big cop fan either, obviously, because I smoke weed, and, yeah, anyway, um, and I like black people, so I hate cops, naturally, anywho, um, yeah, so that was, that was fun, sitting there in a, uh, 
snooze, which is basically like super white person brunch, sitting there in that snooze, talking about toppling the government on speed. That was a wild fucking morning, let me tell you what. But yeah, no, uh, well, that was funny. Um, definitely never gonna do it again. I didn't like the way it felt at all. But that was, yeah, that was, like, the only, like, funny thing to come out of it. Um, yeah, sort of like, uh, i never forget. Cause, you know, me and my, uh, my family don't really, well, I guess, you know, I have two older sisters. Me and the oldest sister don't really ever get along. But it was, uh, it's funny because we have an uncle who has, you know, for many years done crack. And obviously, you know, after probably over 30 years of doing it, it's pretty, it is a little, uh, let's say, you know, it, it, it's probably pretty close to rotting out of his, like, falling out of his ears. Um, and I remember explaining how cocaine does nothing for me, never has, and, you know, he originally brought out Ye old Faithful. Now, keep in mind, this was at a family dinner, and, like, he's the only one who does crack, or, you know, has, like, done that, like, those type of hard drugs since, like, the 80s. Um, and so he looks at me, he's, you know, pulls out the ye old faithful, oh, you just didn't do the right shit. And, you know, I had to explain to him that it, it isn't the matter of a right shit, I just didn't do it. And he's like, ah, you didn't do enough. And <laughs> I remember my uh, my sister, who has no filter whatsoever, she, like, looking down the table and being like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, why would we ever listen to you about drug advice? And I'm like, dang. Nah, but that, that shit was, that was hilarious, honestly. You know, sometimes, most of the time I really hate that my sister doesn't have a filter, but there's other times that I sit there and I'm like, that was actually pretty fucking funny. <laughs> like, you're just, like, trying not to laugh. Um, yeah, no, speaking of, what was it, uh, dark humor and whatnot and, um, bitchy people, I guess? So, uh, I went to see Evil Dead Rise, and, yeah, there was a couple of funny moments mixed into it, you know, it's definitely more of, a, like, a serious horror movie, um, but there was one scene, so there, you know, a few of the, like, one out of, like, the two comedy moments for me didn't really, uh, hit, like, it wasn't, it felt out of place in the movie, but there was one and, um, this shit was so funny. So, for anyone who's not seen Evil Dead Rise, fast forward about one minute, just to make sure, like, if you're not worried about, like, slight spoilers, it's not gonna be super spoilers, then you can say and listen to this. If you're worried about that, fast forward a minute from now. Okay, so, um, yeah, there was a scene in, was it the scene when <laughs> the Deadite Mother comes down from the vent, and, like, behind, uh, the, the main, the other main female character, and puts her finger on the record, uh, that's playing, because it's playing, saying shit like, you know, basically, like, once someone is possessed, you have to, like, completely dismember them, like, you can't escape this evil, essentially, you know, typical shit in this franchise, puts her finger on it, is projecting this whole thing basically saying, like, that these are immortal beings, 
other, like, you know, strong female lead takes a screwdriver and stabs a deadite in the neck, and the deadite just stands there and looks at her like, Really, bitch? Really? Like, what the fuck do you think this is gonna do? And then, like, it cuts to silence, and then uh, seeing her just get thrown out of, uh, like, these uh, double doors, and I was like, oh, my, like, that... Sometimes, like, comedic timing is great, like, with the whole, like, silence and then, like, something happening, I love shit like that. Or, like, a deep inhale, like, this bitch. Um, speaking of, uh, this bitch, so, it was, I promise I was going somewhere with this. da 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 Oh, yeah, this bitch. I remember now. So, I used to be friends with this, uh, this girl who, um, I, she did, like, a lot of sex work stuff, like selling pictures and whatnot, and I would, uh, drive her to shoots, and we felt comfortable, you know, as friends, being naked around each other. And I remember I was living on my own at the time, in, in a house, and I had, like, the master bedroom, and she was taking a bath, and I had to take a shower, and I remember stripping down to take my shower, and she looked at my ass, and when this man has a Hank, uh, you have a Hank Hill ass, and I look, I was never so offended to be called anything from, like, King of the Hill, and I was like, I have a Hank Hill ass. Like, damn, like, I usually don't care about the size of my ass, but that's, like, that's kind of sad, you know? <laughs> um... Nothing a little bit of squats won't, uh, won't fix. But, uh, speaking of squats and asses, what the hell? I know, like, this is, you know, joke's been made over and over and over again, but what the hell is with Pixar and women with fat butts? Like, I mean... I get it, we grew up in an era of, uh, you know, the song, I like big butts and I cannot lie. And, like, you know, was it Two Life Crew and, uh, fuck, what was the other one? It was Two Life Crew and there was another group around that era that did the, um, kind of like dirty rap shit. And no, not Man. this was like the, a group. Fuck. Um, I think it was Sir Mix-a-Lot. It was Sir Mix-a-Lot did some stuff like that. But yeah, and I was just like, damn. Like, wow. You know, it's like, I honestly think because of the shows I watched growing up, it's definitely influenced my taste in women quite a bit. Because, <clears throat> let's be honest, those, uh, like, the super powerful, like, I guess, hot goth chicks. Yes. Now, and I'm not talking about, like, a Ramona Flowers, <clears throat> like, Scott Pilgrim situation. No, 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 no. I want to go to, met like, I want to have a show, like, a chick I can go to metal shows with and, like, do some crazy Halloween shit with, because let me tell you, Halloween's my fucking jam. And, uh, yeah, I just want, you know, I want to have a chick that I can say, hey, Paul, with, and her turn around, and she actually is the one with the axe, you know, just, like, a bunch of like that. Um, but, uh, so, speaking of Halloween, actually, 
one of my favorite um, scary movies is Candyman. And I think it's funny because, you know, I have that deep love for black culture. And I, I, I love that when the trailer for the, I guess it was a continuation came out, the, uh, the one that was co-directed by Jordan Peele, I think it was 2021, when that came out, and I, my favorite part of that was the people commenting, like, nah, I'm never gonna let the trailer play, because of the fact that, like, you know, it's like, nah, I don't play with that shit, and I'm like, see, this is why black people are killed off first in horror movies, because <laughs> they are just, like, nah, nah, we don't play with that in this household, and, you know, respect, absolute respect. Um, sorry. so, oh yeah, speaking of, uh, black people, I, I always thought it was funny when I'd, so the strippers that I used to know, used to hang around, they were all, um, you know, black females, and it was so funny to me, because I never realized how... I mean, I don't know if this is everywhere. This is, you know, what I know is in Colorado. A lot of black women prefer white men, and a lot of uh, black men prefer white women. And I'm just like, huh. Hey, well, you know, love is love, man. But, uh, yeah. I think this might be a little shorter one tonight, but I wanted to at least get, uh, you know, some of these, uh, humorous moments out there for you fine people. Um, and, you know, just a little something extra to, I guess, uh, you know, I was so off-topic last, uh, last episode, it was a little too high to probably be recording, but I, uh, I wanted to at least do something, um, you know, a little something extra, a little more on-topic, um, and, uh, what does that say? So this wasn't, this just reminded me, this wasn't a, a dark humor moment, I would say. But, um, I, I love when I was, uh, so I was watching, I did a rewatch of the Bionicle movies earlier this year. And, what was it? So when Lady Demiscu for, you know, the Resident Evil 8 games, when she got announced, my best friend, who has never said a kinky thing in his goddamn life, you know, I, I asked him, hey, did you see, like, they announced it, like, it was right after they gave her height, and I was like, did you see about that? And he's like, oh, yeah, I just wanted her to step on me, and I was like, whoa! And he's like, what? Like, I'm six foot three. I've never had a girl that much taller than me. And I was like, okay, fair. But I just wasn't expecting that. Um, and I, I went back and I watched the Bionicle movies. And in the third one, there's a female Bionicle. And I'm just like, damn. Am I really, like, getting the hots for a female Bionicle right now? Is this really fucking happening? <laughs> and I uh, I messaged my friend. And I was like, is this is this where the, the uh, sexual awakening is? You know, is this what happened? And he's like, yes. That's, that's exactly it. Like, just... And, uh, you know, I, I wasn't surprised at all when I, uh, I looked up that movie and I found out that someone had made a mod, um, that turned Lady Demiscu from Resident Evil 8 
into that character from Bionicle. I was just like, of course. Of course. And it was uh, so weird, because the shape of the Bionicle was so different. Like, the arms were so different from Lady Miscu that the model just looked so off. Like, the arms would glitch, and it was, like, hilarious, because suddenly they'd have, like, two arms, and I was like, what the fuck? It was great. It was great. <laughs> it was totally entertaining uh, television that I uh, didn't have a uh, shameful fap to. Um, but yes, uh, speaking of well, I, I guess not, uh, this wouldn't be a shameful fap, but, uh, because I didn't fap to this. So, you know, I always, I'm not a big OnlyFans person. And, you know, it's not, not because of the, you know, women selling news. Like, I'm all gung-ho for it. But I am so sick of the same old shit every day. Like, every time, you know, it's like... And even, like, if someone does, like, animation, it's always the same. And it's like, come on, like, be a little creative, you know? Like, do a, like, facial video, but instead of coming on the girl's face, at the last minute, pull out, like, a can of silly string and be like, are you ready for my string? And fucking shoot it all over her face. Come on, like, be a little creative here, you know? Or, like, do a, uh, you know, Pizza Man commercial, and he comes over and he goes, like, one the large sausage and he opens the box and it's actually like a sausage pizza with a fucking bratwurst sticking out of the middle and she's like no one out pizza's the hut and you go in thinking you're gonna masturbate and just end up with a uh you know end up wanting to order pizza hut and you know put sausage in your mouth instead of into a flashlight you know just like make it a little more creative um you know, I mean, like my idea, I think my idea would be great, because I, I love a little bit of a comedy with the sexual moments. It's a great, you know, great time, when if you can laugh and fuck somebody, perfect. Uh, but the... What the fuck was it? So yeah, yeah. My idea, I call it the dicks of history. Where I uh, take dick pics, but my dick is in a different costume every time. You know, dressing him up, dressing up, uh, you know, my uh, third eye down there as... Uh, you know, like Hitler, or Stalin, or... Nah, not Trump, I'm not that low. But, you know, dicks! Uh, you know, I, I'm thinking of, you know, even doing a, uh... A, uh, fiction version, you know, maybe doing, like, the Eye of Sauron, because, you know, that's, uh, weirdly fitting. You know, shit like that, great. You know, give a little, uh... Maybe do, like, a, a Halo version and just dress it up like a teabag, because Lord knows those people don't know how to do anything else in that fucking game when you kill somebody. It's not GG, it's here's my, uh, TB, you know? Fuck. Uh. <laughs> but no, uh, speaking of Halo, I'm never gonna forget my, uh, you know, as I said, my best friend, you know, we weren't super close until we were, like, adults. But, you know, it's, we have a lot of funny moments with, uh, Halo. Um, and I think I actually mentioned on the last comedy episode, so I'm gonna bring up another funny moment with that fucker. Now, when we were younger, we used to, um, you know, we used to have to do that thing where you, when you have a sleepover with your friend, right? And you tell your parents you're watching one thing, but you really have another thing on, and he was the master at switching between the thing that we were watching and the thing we shouldn't be watching, right? Um, and I remember that... It was that we stayed up late and we watched Futurama. And I remember, like, it was the episode where, um, 
Zap is like, right men, and one of his men goes, you suck! And in the middle of us, like, having an argument is when you suck happened, and it was just, it was so perfectly timed. And I remember for years, uh, we used to, yeah, that was something we'd quote, it'd be like, right, man? And you'd be like, you suck! You know, just random shit like that. Or, uh, you know, like, um, I remember the first time I ever watched Jurassic Park was him being like, hey, you want to see something cool? And I was like, I don't know, do I? And he's like, you do. And I was like, I don't know, do I? And he was like, hey, watch this dude get eaten while he's on the shitter. And I'm like, okay, but why, though? Because I was still, like, a very, like, tender child and wasn't used to all the gore from horror movies or whatnot, or even, like, a lot of violence. And so it really took me off guard. I was like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, yes, the shit. And I was like, are you okay, man? And he's like, I have a lot of issues. No, he didn't actually say that, but I kind of got the vibe. Um, yeah, no, uh, that was, that was fun times. Um, I'll never forget, you know, I never raged to, uh, to games or anything. But he was the only person I think I've ever thrown a controller at. Yeah. He held that over my head for years. I'll never forget. It was, uh, I think it was, you know, he always kicked my ass at Halo. And so I was like, oh, I'm finally good at Call of Duty. I'm going to kick your ass at Call of Duty. And he's like, we know how this goes. And I'm like, no, we don't. We didn't know how that goes. He ended up, uh, what was it? We did Nuketown uh, 1v1. And it was score in the end. I think it was like forty and five. It was you know massive lead, um, you know. And I remember at the end of it, I got so upset that I threw the controller at his face. And you know, it's funny in hindsight. At the moment, I was being a little shit, but it's so funny in hindsight. And you know, we we laugh about it to this day. Um, and, you know, it's just uh, so funny. And I, I, I think it's a testament to our, uh, you know, to how close we are as adults that we know that we you know, have an idea of each other's, uh, I guess, porn taste, you could say? I mean, it's more like, hey, I found this. Like, he has a girlfriend. I, you know, I'm single as fuck. Single and ready to mingle, people. Shingles? No. Anyway, uh... Why do people say singles of Pringle, by the way? It makes no sense. Pringles come together. They're literally stacked on top of each other. You've got to fist the can to get the last Pringle out. But anyway, that's that's not the point here. Um, yeah, no, the... Yeah, I remember... It was it? We started... Uh, I don't remember how the fuck this came about. We started talking about hentai for some reason. Which, fun fact... It's not called hentai in Japan, because hentai just means, you know, literally means pervert. So, if you go to Japan, and you look for hentai, you're not going to fucking find it. Anyway, um, fun tourist fact, NSFW tourism. We're getting off topic again. But, uh, yeah, no, he, uh, I don't remember how it came about, and he's like, yeah, like, I like this one. I was like, damn, dude. I, like, that one was fucking great. And he's like, oh, you watched it? And I was like, yeah. We literally had a 20-minute conversation about hentai. And I was like, man, I never thought, like... I mean, I had those conversations but with people, but the friendships only last... You were so short. I never expected to have those type of conversations with uh, my best friend. I know, like, that seems kind of ass-backwards. 
But yeah, that was a that was a very interesting one. Um, nah, he's a uh, it was fun times. Um, and was I'll never forget. So he now at this current time smokes a lot more than I do. Uh, but when he start when he was you know smoking, I guess starting out, he had baby lungs. I think he still kind of does, but he he likes getting wrecked really fucking wrecked. Um, and, I'll, you know, I'll never forget him just, like, sitting there, because I have a waterbed, and he <laughs> sat down on the waterbed, and he's like, whoa! You know, and I've known this guy for years, so it's like he knows I have a waterbed, and he just sat there going, right, you have a waterbed, and I'm just like, yeah. And he's like, Right. <laughs> it just like he slowly like we uh what were we watching? I think we were watching like an episode of something and he Oh yeah, I was showing him Gintama and we made it to uh was it this episode with the the idol character in the show and the whole joke with her character is that uh you can become an idol and sing absolute fucking gibberish, and her songs make no fucking sense. Um, and I remember he had like slowly he had leaned back to the point where his head was like his body was laying across the bed, and his head was facing the TV. But uh, since we're both like husky guys, he had like a double chin, and his like head was like he's talking like yes. And I remember him looking at the TV. And he, he went down so slow that when he started trying to read the subtitles, he jerked his head up and he's like, what the f- am I high or is she like not to make any sense? And I was like, don't worry, it's both. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in for this uh, lovely short special. I hope you all have a wonderful night, day, whatever it is where you are, and I look forward to telling you more stories next time, and hopefully we will have a guest by next time. Thank you very much, and have a great time. Okay, thanks, goodbye!